0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, non-binaries of all ages, welcome to How to Make a Literal Cat in Your Favorite RPG. I hope you're not here to learn to do regular character creation, because this is a cat creation podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Joel Holland.
1: I am another one of your hosts, Austin Irwin.
0: Welcome back, Austin. Nice to to have you after last week.
1: Yeah, it's good to be back. It was was really weird not being on on an episode, because you kind of just disappear from reality you know yeah magically got zapped back in today so figured it was time
0: <laughs> it happens to some people
1: so last week was it were you flying solo or just
0: oh no greg was there
1: oh right 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 right. but today it's just us two right
0: oh no uh julian's here
1: oh hello
2: howdy julian i'm uh julian k author of the nano rpg mutants and the now
0: Welcome to How to Make a Literal Cat in Your Favorite RPG, the show where we do what the title says.
2: <laughs> and I was thinking it would be a easy layup, all things considered, though there is one sticking point, and I'm sure we'll get to that.
0: Is it about the mutations?
2: It would be about the uh, random character creation.
0: Oh, yeah, we might have to not randomize it.
2: It's up to you.
0: Well, we'll worry about that when we get there. Uh, Julian, would you like to tell our audience a little bit about yourself, your podcasting, and/or TTRPG experience, or whatever?
2: Yeah, I've been playing probably dozens, dozens, or running dozens of games for about the past thirty years. I uh, got a, got s- started with a bunch of little little indie games, and uh, about two year, two two and a half years ago, there's uh, somebody made a throwaway. Tweet about updating the Ninja Turtles RPG because you know it would in theory be simple. Turns out I'm too much of a, a, a tinkerer. I I wanted to do a Zine Quest that year, which was a Kickstarter initiative for small RPGs, and I was like, you know, I had about two weeks of preparation before the Kickstarter. <laughs> why well, I decided to do this, so I just like rushed. Oh, I got a got a guy I knew from a, a previous job to uh, help out with the uh, art, and. Uh, so I I went there with like rough pictures of what the art would be, and we made about four thousand. And that that at that point I didn't you know the big pr- thing is I'm I'm such a tinkerer that I was just like oh no I want to modernize this. Looking back at like some of the old <laughs> combat rules and whatnot, and kind of going I want to make something that's a little more engaging than kind of what I often call rock'em sock'em combat where you're just <laughs> rolling dice and swinging back and forth until somebody falls over. About, uh, last year, we, I decided to go for the first, uh, expansion, had uh, a lot more word of mouth out there and, uh, was able to get about, uh, 30,000 and invite artists like Sophie Campbell and, uh, Fabio Fontes and Darren Calvert and get writers like, uh, Ellen Clooney and Crystal Frazier to help me out. So it ended up being a lot more of a, uh, group effort. So, and I'm just continuing to, uh, focus on building it up, along with occasionally throwing out uh, one of my uh, w- uh, little indie RPGs, which are the thing that wins awards, and <laughs> then uh, Turtles, <laughs> or uh, Mutants pays the bills,
0: so. Nice. Well, we're glad to have your expect- expertise on here, especially since you made this game. Yep. So before we get into the uh, the actual character creation, we have something that we need to take care of, and that is our show has to live by some rules. We don't usually live by the rules of the games that we cover. We, I mean, we stick pretty close, but if we have to break them, then we will. But the show has some hard and fast rules that we do not stray from. Austin and I will uh, read those off for your convenience right now. Go ahead. Yep. So, rule number one, we accept no cop-outs. We are about to make a cat. We're making the exact animal that comes to mind when I say the word. No anthropomorphic like humanoid-type cat races, no people turned into cats, no lions, tigers, or any other cop-out that you could imagine. It's a cat.
1: Just a plain old cat. While we're looking over these games, we cannot use homebrew or house rules. If the rules in the rulebook do not explicitly allow something to happen, um, we count it as a rule broken. And rules as written versus rules as intended We go with whichever one kind of tells us, like, hey, you can't do that.
0: Yep. If the game includes stats for a literal cat, those must be used or adapted to the game's character sheet. This is not a thing that comes up very often, but we're prepared.
1: Julian, is there a cat character sheet?
2: Are you talking about, like, a cat stat block?
1: Yeah.
0: Like a, a stat block for a cat that has not been mutated.
2: There is not as of yet. What I have in my kind of back pocket, it's not in any of the books yet, I do have some rules for creating cats, creating animals based on the stat blocks for animals in the game, but those have not been publicly released yet.
1: Oh, gotcha.
0: It sounds like we may break some rules in this episode, but they may retroactively be unbroken.
2: (laughs) Yeah, possibly at some point, because that would be a lot to dig out. (laughs) But... It sounds it sounds like you're looking for to uh, probably just go along like the animal-born mutant rules, and you can kind of avoid a lot. I think a lot of the things that you would expect outside of the. I think the only thing that's uh, gonna be that you can't really avoid with that is like a human-level intellect. But that depends on what you roll. You could
1: roll really badly on that. <laughs> Understandable.
2: Or switch it or switch it around for one
1: that's rolled badly. Yep. We will get to that. Just had to, you know, double-check our sources uh, for cat stats. But our next uh, next rule up is rule number four. The character, class, background, playbook, job, what have you, must exist in the game's core rules or as part of an official expansion. We can't use homebrew classes yet again. Homebrew isn't real, and it can't hurt you.
0: So, like, just for clarity, we've said in games where, like, everyone's an angel that our cat was also an angel. We used some convoluted logic to say, like, they died, went to heaven, and came back to earth so that they could play the game, but it did start out as a literal cat, so it counts. So if the character classes in this game are all mutant, then we can have a mutant cat, technically.
2: Yeah, the only uh, non-humans right now are uh, mutants. I have definitely toyed around with the idea of non-mutated animal characters, because... I try to take a, a positive view of animals in this game and try not to, uh you know, think of them as without agency. But yeah, I think if you can play a dragon or a vampire, you can probably play a cat.
0: Yeah, sounds about right. Rule number five is the cat can learn any skill available to its class, even if it's not something a cat could normally be trained to do.
1: Rule number six is... If a tool would be physically impossible for a literal cat to use, even comically downsized for them, they cannot use it. There's, uh, there's so many examples that I can't even pinpoint one down right now.
0: <laughs> Sniper Rifle. Sniper
1: Rifle, correct.
0: And rule number seven, if a character sheet has a section that's meant to be filled out in collaboration with the whole table, we will leave that blank so potential players can make it fit the group that they're playing with.
1: And finally, our last rule is that we have to keep track of every rule that we break. So at the end, we'll tell you how many, and if you're playing this game with some friends, and somebody's running it, and you want to play this character, you can be like, look, look, you only have to break 17 rules to play this. (laughs) It's usually not that many. (laughs)
0: No, like, even when we did D&D, like, it was, what, three rules? And one of those was just, we're ignoring the weight limits. (laughs) (laughs) Which is a thing that, as I understand it, most people do anyway.
1: Correct. I think I've ever heard of anybody playing a TTRPG in general with weight limits.
0: I mean, there are people who, like, actually like that. Otherwise, Minecraft wouldn't exist, but...
2: Are you talking about uh, encumbrance with that?
0: Yeah, that's the thing.
2: I've run with encumbrance, but I'm a weirdo in that way. <laughs> I also t- sometimes run Takes like run like low-strength low characters, and, you know, I feel like being honest about that, so.
1: <laughs> to each their own. Uh-huh.
0: But anyway, that's all of our rules, so we can go ahead and get to work.
2: All right. So, it sounds like, from your rules, that you'll probably be avoiding most of the optional systems in Next, like the... Human born humans becoming an animal, the wild mutations, that sort of thing. Where it sounds like we're going straight out of the core yeah. book with this.
0: Probably no Hamato Yoshi situations here. Nope. Of course, depending
2: on the continuity. It gets
0: Yeah, he's either he's either Hamato Yoshi or just trained by him. Don't ask me how I know that. I don't watch that much Ninja Turtles.
2: Yeah, I have. Thank, thanks to my research in this and watching other stuff, but I have probably gone through just about everything except for the original 87. I've only gone through like three seasons of
1: Let's see. Where to begin?
0: Uh, Page 8 in the PDF. Uh,
1: step 1. Getting together as a group. Have the players decide what type of group of mutants they want to play. This determines how takebacks are distributed in step 2. And whether you share roles in step three for background and species. Well, this has been a great episode. <laughs> <laughs> I think you, you you are
2: a group of one can and can make uh, and don't need to worry about the group elements.
0: Yeah, we have to skip those.
2: Cats walk alone.
0: <laughs>
2: it's not solely true, but so you'd be probably be going just along like what would be if it, if group is referred to probably sounds like a diverse group.
0: Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. That way everyone else can be not just a literal cat. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So step two is cursing your dice. Uh, Okay. I'm sorry. We should get through step one first. If there's anything else here or are we just, it's it's just diverse group and then we move on. It
2: would just be a diverse group and then you move on.
0: All right. So yeah. Step two is cursing your dice. Character creation involves many random roles. Some of which may give unsatisfactory results. To assist you can spend takebacks in the following ways before applying any bonuses or penalties. Is this a character creation thing? Yeah.
2: Generally when you're doing random rolls, you'll get a certain number of takebacks where you can re-roll or do other adjustments to the roll as detailed. And this generally determines how many you get. And uh just uh, list here, if playing as a diverse group, each player gains four takebacks. So you just gain four. The rest you don't directly need to worry about at the moment.
0: So the spending instructions, we don't have to worry about that yet, it sounds like.
2: Not just yet. It will mainly matter in step three that we'll be getting to soon. You'll note the uh, where it says reroll a, a tribute or add a roll. And also in later ones, you can use it to reroll any percentile roll you're making. Like for background or the like, gotcha. or uh, mm. flip it, which is if like you roll a 12, you can flip it around to a 21, a thirty-eight could can be an eight-three, so on and so forth.
0: So you said we get four? Yeah. Okay. And that means we're ready then for step three, which is where we determine our stats.
2: Yep. Yeah. The only other thing I'd mention is there's a section about like marking skills or attributes and just... Right now, all you need to know from that is just if you are instructed to to do so.
0: Okay, so we're good at rolling forty-six eight times. Oh,
1: I think I might bust out the Google rolls for this. That's fine, unless you guys want to be here for fifteen extra minutes. Nope, that's fine.
0: I've only got two on my desk, so.
1: First roll is a thirteen,
0: and that that's one five one six. If it matters, or.
1: Yeah, it does, uh, the,
2: the exact, the exact diamonds, just only the total matters, I should say.
0: Okay. okay. Our stats are, in order, cognition, determination, affinity, perception, strength, prowess, endurance, and speed. So this would be our cognition? Yes. Okay.
1: Next. We got another 13. 13. <laughs> our determination is the same as our cognition. Third roll, 12. 12. Oh, sh- really shaking it up over here.
0: <laughs>
1: so twelve for affinity, a six <laughs> for perception. <laughs> Man,
0: we noticed nothing. Yeah,
1: dang. <laughs> it was oh. a three ones and a three. <laughs> All right, up next a fifteen. Okay, so we are we we're pretty strong. Fifteen strength, very strong. Highest, highest stat so far so far correct correct Uh, another 12 for prowess next we have endurance which will be a 14 and then finally we have our speed which will be 14 again nice man that six is just such an outlier (laughs) (laughs) so we can either re-roll
0: that it sounds like and spend one of our take packs, or we could just be clueless yeah,
2: you can do two things with your takebacks here, really. One is re an attribute, and the other is to add a roll of 1d6 to an attribute and subtract it from another. Uh. And when you do so, that marks that attribute, so you can't basically, you can only do this to an unmarked attribute, so you basically can't do it multiple times to one attribute. But.
0: Gotcha.
1: Here's the thing, do we want to spend a take back already, or do we want to push forward?
0: I'm cool with being clueless. I can relate to that. Me
1: too, Joel. I I think we'll be fine at being clueless, you know?
0: <laughs> How important is perception in this game? Just about as important
2: as uh, any other game, really. I think it it might affect your ability to do like ranged attacks amongst some other things, like some psionic stuff, but... For a cat, that may be a little academic. It's hard to say. Of course, getting... Okay. Getting jumped by a dog <laughs> is its own problem, so...
0: I mean, do we really have And Do cats normally have ranged attacks? I mean, not normally, no. Okay, I think, I think we'll be okay.
1: I think we'll be alright. You know, if we don't... If we end up having a take-back left later...
0: Yeah, that sounds good.
2: And... For this, you're writing down your, as it says, for your step, write down only your attribute value and the Goopy modifier, and you'll find that modifier on the next page. Essentially, you're taking all your attributes and totaling up the values there. So a 14 will get you plus 6, a 13 will get you plus 7, and you're just adding all that up for all eight attributes. And that's where 6 will actually come in handy, because it gives you a lot to play around with during the mutation. Don't worry about the rest yet. 'Cause the uh base mod base attribute may be modified, but the goopy remains the same no matter what.
1: So for every thirteen we get plus seven, right?
0: Is that what it says?
1: Twelve gives us eight.
0: Ah, uh, there we go. Six gives us fourteen.
2: But yeah, that's the kind of middle ground between having that kind of old school rolling and trying to give it something something of a balance to it.
1: So, if I have done my calculations right, we have 61 Goopy points. Do you need the pause for the hyphen, or can I just say
0: Goopy?
2: Uh, You can say it however you like.
0: Oh, I didn't... Oh, okay. I was... I I just looked at it and thought Goop. Yeah. Yeah. Even though you were reading it out, I was not comprehending the dash. (laughs) Yeah, I actually have
2: the official pronunciation as Goopy, because... So that when you're discussing it during the game, separate it separated out from the the actual physical in setting uh, uh, mysterious goop that mutates animals and people.
0: Gotcha. Because of course you can't just say ooze. No,
2: nah, not. Nah. And goopy ended up being a lot of fun as an acronym.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I can imagine why.
0: Yeah.
2: There was a there was a time this was more of a parody <laughs> initially, and there are some uh, some lingering lingering elements like of that.
0: So let's see. We got the GUP calculated. Do we have the? Then we also have to write down the prime modifiers, right?
2: Nope, not yet. Nope. No prime add. No skill base, No skill gain. No damage dice. All of that is left aside until later because your base attributes can be modified as this goes along.
0: Ah, okay.
2: Yeah, a lot of things. A lot of things learned during uh, playtesting about uh, the most efficient <laughs> order to do all this.
0: So does that mean we're ready for step four then? Yep. Origin story. In line with the guidelines for your type of group in step two, determine your character's source, background, and species randomly by rolling percent on the following tables. Well, we're not doing that. Well you can roll for
2: background normally, but species. Yeah. Now there was there was a a rule that I have from the original Kickstarter, which was strictly for was for people who backed at a level that where they, you know, chose a species to add to the book where they spend two take-backs, so the the person that decided they wanted the, uh like, the unicorn in Next could spend two, just to get that, basically, because I wanted, if their thing ends end up being really rare, like the giant pangolin or whatever, that they weren't completely denied it. So, I would be willing to say you could spend, like, two Goopy just to be a cat-type. Okay. If that sounds equitable.
0: Yeah. Is that like a... Wait, wait. To be clear that's oh, sorry, not a not... house rule.
2: Oh, so sorry. Uh that that sorry two take backs. That is not a house rule per se. It's you can spend two take backs to take a specific species you back to at Kickstarter at the at the group level if you did so. So I, that would kind of be a house rule but it's a it's a slight bending of an existing mechanic.
0: So Since we didn't back on Kickstarter, would we still have to count that as a rule broken because we didn't back on Kickstarter? Uh, yes. Okay.
2: The alternative is
0: to... Just for my notes.
2: Yeah, is to roll and hope... (laughs) Granted, getting a cat isn't too hard, but it's far from given, so...
0: Just putting down under broken rules, didn't back on Kickstarter.
2: (laughs) But you'll, pr- you'll probably want to do, like, source and mutation and background normally. And you can use your takebacks to adjust that to be something you think might be suitable. Though most of them will okay. fit a cat pretty well.
0: We'll do everything else normally. We'll just have to, like, for species tables, yeah. you know, we'll have to spend our two takebacks to be a yes, cat. Yes, yes. All right, so this is a percentage dice, which is, 2d10, one being the uh, 10 spot, the other one being the one spot. Precisely. All right, pull up the Google the uh, Google roller, I guess.
1: I have the dice on before this, but if you would like.
0: Oh, I mean, it's up to you. If you're if you're just ready to go, how, how for your vibing? They got 2d10s.
1: I do have my percentile dice, which is the d10 that has like 20, 40, 60, yeah. <laughs> gotcha. I got a 68.
0: Transportation accident.
1: Goop spill.
0: Goop spill due to a the crash, theft, or mishap. Roll on B2 rural background and C2 rural species.
1: Okay, so rural, rural background. I hate that word. I have so <laughs> much trouble saying it. 88.
0: Urban immigrant.
2: So that shifts you would shift you over to
1: city background.
0: So do we also then have to roll city background or? Yep. Oh, okay. All
1: right. Let's see what we get. It. Eighty-one. <laughs> <laughs> like what? <to> in the one. <laughs> um, you cannot roll the. Uh,
2: so uh, some results cause you to switch tables. You cannot roll more than once on the same table. If you get a result that causes you to do so, reroll until you get a valid result. So you just go ahead okay. and roll. Okay. Okay. On, on city background. Yeah, I I
1: recognized that,
2: <laughs> and I <accounted> of for it.
1: <laughs> Alright, cool. <laughs> okay, so we're re-rolling.
2: Yeah, because those are supposed to be kind of like, if you're rolling, so you can roll like a, wild, a weird rural species and have them end up in the city. So
0: Gotcha.
1: I got a 59. Oh.
0: Raised by a mutant community. A
1: clandestine group of mutant animals found and raised you. In return, you keep their secrets. Gain one basic skill package, one street skill package, one wild skill package, four hobbies, one survivor or basic equipment package, plus two speed, plus one will, and value community.
0: Alright, so is that another thing that would go on, like, the mutant worksheet, or... Yeah,
1: usually. All the skill stuff
2: (laughs) and hobbies will be selected later, along with the skill package. The plus two speed you can just apply now.
1: One street skill, one basic skill, and one
2: wild skill. Skill packages, to be precise. So they'll give you each give you multiple skills. Hobbies are singular skills, essentially. Tend to have a lower percentile value.
1: Now, do we want the survivor or basic
2: equipment
0: package? Probably survivor. I would
2: probably suggest survivor, because that will have a lot more wild, the- uh, wilderness-themed uh, package, so that'll be more suitable rather than... Um, basic is much more like everyday person what they might have kind
0: of stuff and those are both equipment packages yeah that would be an equipment package
2: and uh for your package uh there isn't a strict place for the type of package but bound in the bottom right is where you find the various possessions You'd probably just put it under somewhere under there until we figure out exactly what you own and granted the wild some of the gimmicks associated with wild packages can include stuff like you know a secret Tunnel, or <laughs> you know, a readily available supply of food, whether it's a you know, watering hole for animals or a uh, dumpster. I
0: think we got that then. Yep.
2: And after that, you would normally be rolling for your species of uh, species of animal, but since we're going straight to cat, there are five types of cats currently available in the game. The currently available breeds of cat are American Shorthair, Maine Coon. In the core book, and in the expansion, there was British Shorthair, Persian,
0: and Siamese.
1: Hmm. Maybe the only one of those that we haven't done is a British Shorthair. Okay. We, we've had...
0: We've done a Shorthair. I don't remember what ethnicity it was.
1: That's true. I think we just called it a Shorthair. Yeah. That.
0: Maybe. And we can specify this one's American. Why not?
1: This one's from good old rural Kentucky. <laughs> I've been
2: working on a a pet themed expansion. And so I've like the roughs for like seven other types of cats already. And applying to at least nine, so Heck
1: yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah. Nice. And so that takes up two of our take backs. Right. No, because we didn't we didn't modify our uh yeah, our you, our base stats. Yeah,
2: you didn't mess with the attributes, you didn't do any re rolls on the background, so whoops.
0: We still got two. Still got two. Alright, now I'm on to step table five i think right
2: yeah we can move on to st- uh step five there are uh various optional tables but we can pass by those by and here we're getting to where you spend your goopy
0: well wait a minute before we move on do we want to take a look at the personalization tables go ahead we've got height and weight tables and yep some of these could be funny
1: that's true if you know anything about <laughs> us you know that we love to go for the funny <laughs> options <laughs>
2: We can skip, probably skip the institution tables because you don't have really anything background wise that relates to them. But we can go straight to personalization. Yeah, we're not we're not right. from
0: an institution, so nope.
1: wild. And according to table F one height, we are an eight, which is unusually short. <laughs> you are one d twenty plus twenty wow. percent shorter than your size rating would indicate. <laughs> Subtract twenty percent from rolls on the weight table.
0: Um. So- so, uh, do we already know what that is for, uh, short hair, or? Well,
2: we'll, uh, we'll, we'll get around to that. They have, uh, um, uh, what's called a size rating of 6, but that will, that's kind of very general.
1: Um, so, we're 1d20 plus 20%, and I have a d20 here in my hand, we're gonna go ahead and give okay. this a roll. That was so close to a 20, <laughs> but it was an 8. Okay, so 20. shorter.
0: (laughs) I guess we're still a uh, size rating 6, but 28% shorter than other... Do I got that right? Yep. Cool. And
2: then you subtract 20% from the weight roll.
0: You
1: subtract 28... Uh, 20%. Okay. So, the weight roll was 59, so we bring that down to 39, which puts us at below average. One d ten percent lighter than your size rating would indicate
0: yeah, that makes sense, and we know from our own personal notes that the average cat weight would be somewhere between nine point one and nine point eight nope that's height eight point eight to eleven pounds yeah so we're we're lighter than that
1: We are nine percent lighter
2: it definitely feels more like more like a uh, a small patat a uh, small potato, sorry cat. Rather than the uh, long, lanky sort of cat.
0: This cat is basically only 8 inches long. Or 8 eight pounds. Almost exactly 8 pounds.
1: Tobies. <clears throat> oh.
0: So if we're, go- if we're going off the uh, average uh, cat height, which is 9.1 to 9.8 inches, and we're 28% shorter than that. One moment, let me do the math here. Yeah, you
2: may want to apply it to length, given, given you're doing a quadruped, but that's up to you.
0: That's
1: fine.
2: One of the key points of, like, The uh, personalization is that they are optional and non-binding.
1: Also, I really like the fact that there is this incredibly small cat out here that is just... 6.5 inches. (laughs) That is just insanely strong. (laughs) Also, you said 6.5 inches?
0: Yep. That's the height? That's the height.
1: Oh my god. That's 28%. (laughs) Wait, is that 28% subtracted from, or is that 28%? Yeah,
0: 28% subtracted from 9.1 inches. Oh my
1: gosh. Okay, well, I guess 9.1 is the average. It's not too bad. Six, you know, that's half a foot. Just a little guy walking around.
0: Very small.
2: I'm pretty pretty sure I put munchkin cats on for the future. For those that know. Okay, perfect. (laughs) The wear of the, the cats with the unusually short legs.
0: Yep so cute so now we've gotten our personalization done now we can move on to oh there's another whole set of tables here <laughs> yeah do we there do are... we want to do all of these or
1: uh we can we can leave some of them for you know future players to find
0: we did have a rural background do we want to do we want to say what kind of life we had before our mutation or
1: oh uh yeah sure we can yeah that'll over. probably be the
2: simplest one and the most applicable one to do
0: I think we already have an idea about mutation peers considering we're from a community background.
1: Yeah. We're gonna roll for life before mutation. That is a fat zero.
0: So that's a hundred, right? So
1: yeah, I think that yeah, that's a hundred. Which means we are trapped. a tracked subject. A scientist tagged you with a bio biologger to gain data on you and your environment. This was likely damaged or destroyed by your mutation but there's a detailed record of your previous life recorded somewhere.
0: So we were a feral cat who had been tagged. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's studying the feral cat pops. Probably some high school science project.
1: <laughs> Classic.
0: And then it might be interesting to do how I learned to fight, but...
2: I, su- I suspect you'll probably not be
0: going for a martial art, but that's up
2: to you. Uh, Well, for a traditional martial art, you'll probably go for something like the... Uh the natural fighting styles, but you know, it's your podcast, so I cannot stop you.
0: Yeah. He's got a point. We should... Let's leave this one alone.
2: But the How I Learned to Fight was a product of playtesting, where playtesters would just choose the natural fighting styles, because go, it wouldn't make any sense for me to know Arnis, or you know, (laughs) or boxing. And I'm just like, you know... That may be true, but... Yeah, it <laughs> but, it could be
1: fun if you did.
2: <laughs> it could be fun if you did, so that guy added in.
0: <laughs> Alright, step number five. Let's mutate. Each mutant animal starts out as a blank slate without anthropomorphic traits or the animal traits of their species. To gain either, they need to spend goo pee to do so. You only begin with your size rating, basic traits, and goo pee value.
2: And for, uh... The uh, cat American Short Hair several pages ahead. Size rating is six, and just basic traits are Filidae and carnivore.
0: So we start out with those. Yes. Okay. That's of course just
2: noting being a member of the cat family and what you eat normally.
0: Okay, cat American Short Hair. Gotcha. And that gives us an extra thirty-three in goopy. Right.
1: Get a bonus thirty-three. Yep.
0: Yep, just for being an American Short Hair
1: sweet so at
2: 94. Yeah, you've got a pretty beefy one just because you had
0: we rolled that bad stat. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, you rolled you rolled <laughs> generally average and a bad stat,
1: so. So, enhance any perception prowess.
2: Yeah, it's got to be on the mutation worksheet normally. I don't know. Find some way to like either mark those with an asterisk or the like, but yeah, those uh not, unfortunately are not it's not fillable. Yikes. Yeah, I know some folks have put together Excel sheets and uh, given more time. I could have looked, looked those up, but right now I'm on the spot.
0: It's okay. At least we have you here. <laughs> yes,
2: one of the thing one of the things about this game it is very much a callback to the old, uh, slightly clunky, uh, long, long form character generation. So
0: that's okay. We've had some uh, some crunchy character generation on on here in the past. What's
2: like the most you think you've, uh, had...
0: Oh, the Dark Eye episode was so long, we had to split it in two parts.
1: Oh, okay. And both recordings yeah. took forever. I don't know Dark
2: Eye too well. I know that's...
0: Have you heard of, uh, Zweihander?
2: I am... the the... the Warhammer-inspired game?
0: I don't know if it's Warhammer-inspired or not. Okay. I just know it's kind of a dark fantasy setting and you roll inverted D20 tables, so you want to roll low. <laughs> Dark Eye is older, with a similar setting, has been doing it for more editions, is a lot more refined, and has less terrible people at the helm of it.
2: Oh, well, then, then that's the Zwyandor I'm thinking of, yeah. About naming names. But yeah, I have to wonder if Dark Eye is descended from the original Warhammer, or if it's... Like a lot of European RPGs are, of course, kind of descended from basic roleplay too. So, Call
0: my understanding of the origins of Dark Eye is TSR backed out of a deal with a European publisher to try and like get a like a European edition of D and D, and so they just they just went ahead and made a similar system with enough changes that it couldn't be <laughs> like. You know, legally compared. Yeah.
2: I mean, that's kind of what happened in Japan with uh, them developing Sword World, you know, when uh, D&D kind of abandoned that little island, set of islands.
0: Yeah, TSR apparently abandoned a lot of foreign publication projects.
2: Yeah, it's happened a number of times on and off, which has resulted in interesting branches, but going on.
0: Yeah. Back on track here.
2: Yes. You will have... Enhance refers to the attributes that you can enhance by spending goopy, and you'll also have your major traits which are more impactful animal traits and minor traits which uh tend to be a uh, bit more modest and then you'll almost you'll have a unique trait to that species, and all those have goopy costs minor traits always cost one per. And if they if they have something in parentheses, that those are basically sub traits that are also purchased for one one point apiece. So, so having... claws
1: would be one, and then if you do claws retractable, it'd be two, right? Right,
2: and you can have all three. Yeah, you can. Uh, cats are one of the rare ones that have like three traits to their claws because they have ascent, which helps them climb one way, hooked, and retractable. So it can be four, that would be four. So you'll probably, I, I think, given the givens, just be wanting to buy up everything on that list, most likely.
0: I mean, we can probably afford we it. We
1: do have... We can definitely You can afford absolutely it. afford it, yeah.
0: I was looking at the at the caribou one above American short hair and was confused why we had antlers as an option. To...
1: <laughs> antlers out. Uh... a... That's
2: a subject of wild mutations in the expansion, so that's the kind of thing you get from that.
0: All right. Well, we won't do that then. No. But yeah, I think we may as well just take these all. We can if we can afford it. Yeah, it looks like you can at least all the major traits.
1: Mm-hmm. All the so all the major traits.
0: Yeah, we can easily afford all the major traits and probably all the minors.
1: Yeah,
2: I think that should cost you like thirty-seven. I think. Double check my math.
1: Yeah, thirty-three in total.
0: And then, oh, 38 if you take working cat.
1: Foes with a lower size rating can't get spots. Now, how often do we think it would come up that there is a foe with a lower size rating?
0: I mean, canaries are uh, smaller.
1: It's. I guess it is different, the size rating versus our actual size. Yeah. Didn't think about that.
0: I think the important thing here is it may be rare, but it doesn't matter how rare it is if it helps accommodate our terrible perception.
1: That. If you want to save time on minor
2: traits, you could just write down all or something along those lines, given the givens.
0: Yeah, it won't fit in the box, but. You
1: don't think so?
0: No, I I know it won't. Yeah, cat,
2: you get cat fancy, which is the. Basically, ability to wheedle things out of humans. Enhanced that night sight are pretty self-explanatory. Swift sprint is short, short, fast runs as opposed to just fast runs. Claws, ascent, hooked and retractable, most of which have hooked is good for grabbing things, which is what cats do as predators. Mm-hmm. Hearing fall writing, which is, of course, your classic uh landing on your feet. Eight teeth slaying, which is for creatures that use their teeth to try and do things like go for the neck and the like uh, territorial which is pretty self explanatory gives you advantages if you're having to defend <laughs> your chosen home ultrasonic hearing and whiskers
0: so we've got another cat that uh, will bite you in the neck so soon after vampire <laughs>
2: <laughs> Well, that's what they do so
0: it is kind of their uh,
2: we well, even without the need to uh, the unnatural need to drink blood they know where, what will, what will stop another animal, so.
0: Yeah. This is the perfectly natural need to drink blood.
2: Yes. correct. Right. As opposed to, I just, I was just like researching fish or cats, which are not cats, or do they really eat fish. But they, uh, they've been <laughs> known to hunt bobcats in much the same way by going in and going right for the, right for the
1: neck. So why are they called fish cats if they don't fish and are cats?
2: I think it's a misnomer born of some non-English term that this was like was which was like filch or something like that, and it got twisted into
1: Fisher.
0: Also, bobcat cat is too long.
1: Bobcat cats <laughs>
0: <laughs> might also lead to some some a completely different type of confusion.
1: Humans were never confused. Come on. <laughs>
0: If you say so. And... <laughs> okay.
2: So that will kinda of bring you around probably just to where you're spending the rest of the your goopy. Normally on a mutant you'd probably be spending on anthropomorphic traits, which are, you know, your ability to stand or get opposable thumbs or talk words good, like but obviously you're probably not going for any of that.
0: Well, I mean I don't know what we've we've had cats that could talk in the past. True.
2: Well, you go to page thirty-eight. Thirty-eight,
0: um, almost there. Anthropomorphic traits, basic,
2: and uh, there's also modifying your size rating uh, to become a bigger cat, if desired.
1: We don't need it.
0: We don't need it. Okay, We're... we can just be tiny, strong, and clueless. That's that is the perfect setup, honestly. That is
2: the dream. So, <laughs> so there are several different categories that you can spend on. You have your diet, which uh, if you want to do more than just be a carnivore, that's where you go. You have movement, which uh, for a quadrupedal animal like a cat is usually just moving into being semi-bipedal and then bipedal. Prehensility, which is getting grasping, grasping paws and then actual thumbs. Uh, Speech, which uh, allows you to move to a semi-vocal from being, you know, being your Scooby-Doo to being actually vocal where you can speak clearly. Um, Mask in this situation would probably be generally a vehicle for body horror. Having somebody who, uh, something with human traits uh, that was otherwise a cat. Probably, probably a horror movie in that somewhere.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Beast Joel is just normal and inhuman would probably be like the cats from Monster Hunter.
1: Yeah. I would, uh... like you
0: could make it creepy, but
1: yeah. But they're so friendly. They cook you food.
2: Inhuman, it just makes me think of, like, cat people or the like. I don't recall how furry they were, but...
0: I don't know. Kimono Mimi is where I would put cat people.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I had, like, no, no other word for that other than the animist term, so...
0: Understandable.
2: Dancing anthropomorphic language.
0: Should we be semi-vocal, you think? Yeah. Because I like the... We should be semi-vocal.
1: I like the idea of, like, we we only got a little bit of radioactive goo on us so we're <laughs> yeah <laughs> we didn't go through the full change <laughs> so semi-vocal is too goopy you can speak intelligibly but are notably inhuman and off-putting oh wow this is just like me <laughs> talking to my coworker <laughs> uh and maybe misunderstood at time you're plus d on social roles with humans and creatures who do not share your classification trait and who are not your allies or contacts.
2: Presumes people you spend time around get used to you. And classification trait is day, so it's other cat-like creatures.
0: Dietary requirements. I don't know that we need to be an omnivore.
1: Yeah, no, I think carnivore should be fine, right?
0: Wait, question. Do we need to be an omnivore to eat pizza?
2: Hmm. Being a faculty of carnivore would probably help for that.
0: Okay, that's so fine. Spending, spending. The I think that's point. where kind of where cats are anyway, isn't it?
1: Yeah,
2: close. Like that. It's always hard to say, and I might, I, I, you know, adjust it if I ever do like a second dish or like because nearly everything e- there's like very f- little in the way of like truly pure carnivores or purely true herbivores. That most animals right. will eat a little bit of something
1: else. I mean, my cat likes cheese, so. He's definitely not just a carnivore. Well, that's an animal product. To be fair, I've never tried to give him, like, broccoli or something, so I, I don't know. You know, maybe he's maybe he's down like that.
0: Maybe your cat would be a huge fan of broccoli cheddar soup.
1: Ooh, true. I'm actually a huge fan of broccoli cheddar soup.
2: But yeah, some cats will nibble on grass for uh, digestive purposes, but they don't really get much nutrition out of it.
0: So, by default, we're already a facultative uh, carnivore, right?
2: You were a, you start as a carnivore, and then you could spend one point to become facultative.
1: I think it's worth the one point. Yep.
0: Yeah, you've got a lot perfect. to
2: work with, so you're going to be. Uh, you are challenged to spend points at this
0: point.
1: <laughs> oh no, we only have fifty three <laughs> points left. What are we going to do?
0: Uh, let's see. We've already got our semi-vocal, right?
1: Correct. I already spent the points for that.
0: Do we want to be semi-bipedal?
1: I was looking at that, and I think. Uh... I think we could do that.
0: Like you can you can stand and walk, but it's but it's uncomfortable and unsteady. So you're mostly still going to be w- walking on those hind legs. Or on on four legs, yeah. I mean. Five, but if we three. needed to like stand on our hind legs to lift a heavy object,
1: we could do it.
0: Yeah. This movement type,
1: it is. Okay. Yes.
0: yes. So, let's see. And I don't think we need a we're not going to worry about the mask. We'll just be bestial.
2: Okay. You don't have to worry about things like senses or thing or respiration because cats breathe oxygen and have all the have close to human senses. At least have the many of the same.
0: Yeah. Are both mammals. Do we want any bionics? Are we
1: sorry, before we move on bionics? Prehensility.
2: Yeah, prehensility.
1: Mm-hmm. Are we doing locomotors?
2: Uh, You will be locomotors, yeah. If you don't have any, if you don't spend anything on it, that presumes that your forelimbs are just, yeah, are just used as feet. You might be able to hold something between your, like, you know, two front limbs, but not real well. Gotcha.
0: Yeah, your options are basically paws, hands, and thumbs. <laughs>
1: I got radioactive goo spilled on me and all I got were these thumbs. Yeah, well, grasping (laughs) is kind of
2: like raccoons and things like that.
0: Yeah.
1: Love those funky little guys.
0: Hey, guys, uh, I know this is a bit of a long one. I don't want to take up too much of your time. So Austin and I are going to kind of rapid fire our way through the mid-roll this time, if you don't mind. Yeah. I guess to start with, you can find everything about the show if you go to literalcatpod.start.page. One thing you can find there is our email, which is literalcatpod at gmail.com. Austin, what can you do with the email address?
1: Uh, With the email address, you can do a lot of things. You can send us cat pictures. I'm putting that one at the top of the list this time. You can uh, request to be on the show. You can request a specific game or a type of cat, if you have anything in mind. You can reach out with uh, questions, I guess. Basically, I mean, whatever you do with an email, usually.
0: Yeah, all that stuff. Then you can find us on social media if you go to Twitter or Tumblr.com and look up Literal Cat Pod. Or Blue Sky, actually, now that I think about it.
1: Yeah, we're on there sometimes. I don't know how often Joel is on there, but I am on there occasionally.
0: Well, I mean, as the show, I'm logged into all three, but...
1: Other things you can find on the start page is our YouTube. We put up our episodes there. Um, You can comment on it, listen along in the background whatever you do uh over there um we're on the youtube podcasts page now correct Joel?
0: yes should be able to look up how to make a literal cat in your favorite rpg or you know go to youtube.com slash at literal cat pod whichever or yes like austin said we are fully integrated with youtube's podcast feature at this point
1: other things you can do to help out the show or. To- You know, you can do it at your leisure. Uh, Rate and review. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, other various podcasting places have uh, rating systems. Go ahead and uh, leave us uh, five stars, if you would be so kind.
0: Yeah. Also, written reviews would make us feel good. No one's done that yet.
1: Yeah. You know, give give us the feedback. You know, give us five stars and then tell us why you think we're a five-star podcast
0: but like seriously those star ratings do like boost us within the algorithm of whatever app which means that we're more likely to get recommended to people and we can't afford to advertise and i was re- i just realized the other day there's really not any good way we could advertise on online at least if we could afford it but yeah <laughs> but anyway another great way that you can help spread awareness of the show and you know have some fun yourself is if you go to bit.ly slash literal pod, you can access character sheets from this and every other episode. So you can use them in your game, just just to be clear.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. You can take those character sheets you can do whatever you want with them. If you want to change up a few things, that's fine. Uh, if you want to keep it as is, that's cool too. And if you do use it in a game, let us know about it, you know? Shoot us a at on Twitter or, you know, write it in an email, say how it went. We'd love to hear it.
0: That would be great. Hopefully soon there will be an episode of Ghosts on a Train where you can hear Wonk from one of our lightning rounds.
1: Can't wait to hear that episode.
0: It's incredible. Anyway, finally we have a Patreon. It's not the literal Cat Pod Patreon. It's the Badger Trove Patreon because Literal Cat Pod may be the only thing we have published at the moment, but it's not the only thing we do. And so there will be more stuff linked to that Patreon over time. Like including possibly some of our own custom made RPGs, and that's that's everything you need to know about the show. Austin, why don't you tell us something about your online presence real quick?
1: Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Twitch at uh, and TikTok, all the T's uh, at Avalon Alchemist. <laughs> you can also find me on Blue Sky at Avalon Alchemist, and yeah, that's it for me. Uh, what about you, Joel? Where can they where can they find you?
0: Well, people can find me at Denalo Lioge on most social media sites, but no one knows how to spell that, so just go to jholland.start.page and you'll find all my links there. Great. Did we get through everything? I
1: think that's it. That's all of our our checklist. Alright, cool. We won't take up any more of your time. Uh, Have fun with the rest of the episode, and we'll uh, see you in just a second. Hello, I'm Quinn. And I'm Alex. And we're A, a Couple, Couple of characters. characters. We discuss topics related to creating characters for role-playing games. We talk about fun characters we've created. And give advice about how to make your own quirky characters. Check us out every other week,
0: wherever podcasts are found.
1: Okay, we can move on by biotics.
2: Yeah, you... So, there's gonna... There's gonna be... Several, only, uh, several other things. Uh, zoomorphic traits you'll probably skip. That is the weird stuff kind of category. So if you want to be like uh, a, yeah. a cat tar or, you know, having some other ver- weird variations that don't apply to cats, like, you know, things involving tentacles uh, yeah. for octopi. What you'd probably be going to is actually going back a bit to page 36 for attribute enhancement which allows you to boost your attributes by spending goopy. And those are the three you got Mm -hmm. from your species. You also get to select one more attribute you can enhance, four attributes
0: total. Okay, so our three attributes we were assigned are... Where is it? Uh, No, that's not the right page. Uh, American Short here. Affinity, Perception, and Prowess. So we don't have to stay as clueless as we are, I guess. Uh, particularly
2: if the attribute you're enhancing is 10 or less, the enhancement it grants is doubled, even if that increases it above 10. So that would be mainly just your perception.
0: So spending one point would get us up to eight? Yes.
2: And the other thing I'll just cover as you're, as you're looking at this is the other main thing is going to be psionic powers.
0: I think we're we're strong enough that we don't need to be psychic.
1: True. Do we want to increase our perception? Generally like how funny it is to be dumb, but we do have a lot of <laughs> points.
2: And if you don't spend all your points, that's also okay. Alright.
0: I mean if we don't have to spend them all.
2: You can always save some for like a later mutation, particularly since you can get goopy later on in leveling if you If you so desire.
0: Okay. And we've also done a thing in the past where like if we got a big like heavy point buy system, which is what this seems like it is. Yeah. Then we've we have absolutely left points for our audience to fill in. <laughs>
1: yeah, we've we've done that, Bunny. We have forty eight points left right here. I think we could spin six to get a plus three, which will give us a plus six since it's under ten, and bring our perception up to our new baseline, essentially.
0: Which is which would
1: be twelve.
0: Okay, it's only
1: with three points.
0: I kind of, I kind of like perception being less than ten.
1: Okay, yeah, I was gonna say if if we prefer the perception lower, which I, I'm also kind of leaning towards, then yeah, we we can just leave it as is. Is there anything else you'd like to enhance though?
0: And we could bump it up to eight, but I I don't want to do more than that.
2: Yeah, you've you know your affinity, perception, prowess, and Kind of the whatever other single trait you want to select to be enhanceable.
0: We could say strength, we could be even stronger.
1: We could spend 15 and get a 20 (laughs) strength. Which I think
2: I think you're doing that. I think that's what you're
1: doing. I I, I think I think (laughs) you're doing that. Yeah, Yeah. 15. I'm hearing you laugh,
2: and I'm going, Yeah, that's what you're doing. (laughs) Yeah,
1: 33. We're back down to 33. We have... Does this change our base, or is this our prime modifier?
0: This changes your base. This, is, this changes the base.
1: Yeah, bonuses will typically be to the base attribute.
2: Uh, technically speaking, whenever a bonus refers to that full name of an attribute, it's to the base. Gotcha.
1: All right. Are there any other stats we want to mess with?
0: Because... We could bump Perception up to an 8, but I, I don't want to do more than that. Okay,
1: let, let, yeah, let's bump up to an 8. It's one point, so...
0: We won't miss it, we, probably. We, we won't
1: miss it. Will the viewer miss it, who plays along at home? It's one point. Will, will you really? Will you really?
0: You'll live. You'll level up. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh,
2: well, given the average is 14, it's still uh well below. Though this is one of those games that kind of presumes that characters are going to be particularly competent oh the average because the average the average is 14 (laughs) yeah the average the the presumably the average of a regular person is still around 10 but i looked at like the capabilities of uh the actual like plate you know playable characters in the old games and how they diverted like you know if you look at the turtles in the original team and trpg they are actually vastly more competent than something you'd normally make with the rules so i aimed for that kind of competence level as opposed to the early, the the really kind of early punishing rules you often see from a 1985
0: RPG.
1: Gotcha.
2: Yes, I'm a mutant armadillo, but I am simply an average mutant armadillo.
1: <laughs> Listen, I'm not crazy or anything. I'm, <laughs> just, I'm, just, yeah, yeah, I'm We're
2: really not sure. going to be unrealistic about our mutant armadillos, you
1: know. Yeah, no. Back we, w- we would never. We had to keep it real.
0: Crap, i got to refresh my memory on our stats again. It's... uh the ones that were allowed to boost affinity perception and prowess yes maybe we should boost our affinity and prowess up to average since like i'm guessing if those are stats that we have the power to enhance by default those are supposed to be like our good stats so we should at least be average at them
2: yeah, yeah. i'd like the basically what i was aiming for was like in the old games they would just give you a bonus to those and i made it so it's just like well if you're not, th- if you don't think your character's that, then you don't have to go for it and can use your points elsewhere. But
0: okay, I mean it's four points, and we've still got a lot.
2: And as a designer, I don't necessarily want to get into which is gets a higher strength bonus: a rhino
0: or a buffalo. And it's like, ah. Uh... The answer is a six-point-five-inch cat.
1: <laughs> uh, you said you want to bump affinity and prowess to fourteen. Yeah, That's the average. So, that'll be six points, since we're bumping each up by two.
0: Yep. Wait, is it six or four?
1: Six. Bumping up two by plus two.
0: Gotcha. Okay.
1: 32 minus six is a number that I am working on. That would be 26. 26. We get a calculator.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Okay. I still feel good about this.
1: What's up next, if we're
2: skipping sonic powers, then uh we'd be moving on to the next step overall.
0: yeah, we don't need to be psychic you, Have you seen have you seen this cat lift? <laughs>
1: <laughs> being psychic is for nerds we're nerds we fighting time
2: now uh, a key point a key point <laughs> to keep in mind with that strength is your size determines how much you can lift, so you can't you can lift a lot. For a cat. Now, in combat, he's still doing, you know, the same, like, damage, strictly speaking.
0: But. Okay.
2: Next uh, is step six, how you fight.
0: That's on page
2: 53. 52. 53 in the PDF? Yeah, uh, PDF adds the cover, so.
0: Those PDFs. PDF adds ten pounds.
2: (laughs) Though I I tell it the cover is A, it still counts it.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs)
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Okay, so...
0: Oh, Firefox seems to be doing it correctly, because I put in 52 and it took me to the right page. So that's nice.
1: Let's see here. Step six, how you fight. Each mutant starts with one fighting style. The type of fighting style they may choose is determined by their background. We are from a rural, rural background. Sport tradition or wild? Backgrounds that can learn secret styles are noted specifically, and inspiration styles can be chosen throughout inspiration mutation. These are learned in place of the selections.
2: Secret styles are stuff like like the uh, ninjutsu in here. Inspiration styles is mainly just like if you have like if you're playing a tiger, you can take black tiger, you know, a black tiger inspi- uh, black tiger boxing, <laughs> and uh, getting getting a little benefit for it.
0: So uh, my recommendations. For this would either be sports, which is, it looks like general, kind of, because it's available in both rural and city, and we are both rural and city in our background, or wild, which probably leans best into our overall vision. What do you guys think?
1: See, I was leaning towards tradition or wild.
0: I guess tradition is on both city and rural as well.
2: Wild would definitely lean towards Pursuit Predator, which is basically the default cat fighting style. An animalistic attack form yeah. based on overrunning and overwhelming prey. Um sport gives you access to, of course, a lot of martial arts that might be used for like tournaments and the like. So everything from Aikido to Brazilian Jiu Jitsu.
1: Muay Thai is on here. Muay Thai, yep. That's Spanish for very Thai for all you <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't think that's what that is, but... <laughs> you don't, you don't no, think not so? quite.
2: Nah. Whenever possible, I tried to find, like, legit martial arts names, and not necessarily the Americanized names, so, like... Gotcha. And tradition tends to be more just, like, pure martial arts styles. Okay. And there's always improvisational panic, which is a... Uh, you can default <laughs> to wild, and that's more just, like, I am running around throwing stuff because I don't know how to fight. <laughs>
0: I think Pursuit Predator might be the way to go.
1: I think so, too. You said very, very cat-like.
0: Yeah.
2: Which gives you, you're going to get a bonus to your prowess and speed as listed there.
0: Ooh, nice. Plus one prowess, plus two speed. So now we're 15 in prowess.
2: You're also going to get a set of supported maneuvers to mark off on the sheet. Yeah. Yeah, core bonus usually just refers to you can only get this ability if it's, like, the first martial art you select. Gotcha. So if you were selecting something as a second martial art later down the road, you only get the base ability in some of the maneuvers.
0: Gotcha. So we get the core ability, Snap.
2: Yep, and that basically allows you to do, like, maximum damage with a die when, with, like, your claws. If you d- Basically, every weapon, including claws, will have, like, maneuvers associated with it. And for example, one for claws is going to be like grab. So if you're doing a grab with your claws, you will actually do extra damage in addition to trying to actually grab them.
0: Okay. And where do we put that?
1: There should be a part of
2: the sheet on the second page, I believe.
1: Style abilities right here.
2: Yeah, style. Okay, yeah.
1: Snap and chase. Order maneuvers, bully, Ooh. death blow, grab, knockdown. Do we get those automatically, or is that just stuff that comes later? Okay. Nope, you get them all now. Check our boxes.
2: Basically, the supportive maneuvers means there are maneuvers that you are trained in and you have no penalties on. So, bully is of course scare is uh, intimidating people and scaring them away. Death Low is what it sounds like, doing a finishing attack on somebody who's weakened. Grab and spray silk smary knocked out and silk Press presses of course just keeping
1: somebody busy. <laughs> cat that has no idea what's going on but he's super strong and super fast and he bullies people so he like goes up to a door and he's like he's like, hey bad guys I know you're on the other side of this door leave or I'm gonna kick everybody's ass and you just see a bunch of people leaving the adjacent building
0: <laughs> honestly I think you could achieve the exact same effect by kicking the door down while being 6.5 inches tall <laughs>
1: You definitely could uh-huh this door flies flies past a group of people,
0: I know the size and weight thing it influences the like you know exact impact of our strength, but
2: <laughs> not too much, basically when you're doing damage in this game, you're usually doing it based on the damage of your weapon, the damage of your how much strength you have, and how much size you have, and the size is where your character's gonna you know is where a six a uh, size six cat's gonna struggle a bit, but the strength still counts no matter what, so. Alright. And with this, I think we're done with martial arts, fighting styles, and going on to getting good, which is where you're selecting your skills. And you'll have, be selecting skill packages, as we brought up earlier, it's going to be at least one basic, one street, and one wild. And you have a list of them there, and they are described on the following pages. Okay. So, our basic
1: packages...
0: We get one of each of these of these uh skill packages.
1: Extreme sports, farming, hunting, industrial spirituality, and travert
2: introversal is running, swimming, that sort of stuff.
1: Traversal could be good for just, you know, a cat. That would be the stereotype unless you want to bucket. Um,
0: if we're rural, we could we could also be a farm cat. But we we're we're feral, that's right, so
2: also have street, of which the least obvious ones would be things like clandestine, which is your sneaking around kind of stuff, and prey, which is running away from something big kind of stuff, and wild is where you'll find like predator, for example.
1: Predator sounds cool.
2: That is the, that is the finding and
1: ending prey. Gotcha. Um, um. So I like this one word right here that's in a different font, splatter at the bottom yeah. of the page. <laughs>
0: Nice.
1: <laughs> Very good way to circumvent that. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. So, Joel, do you have any uh any thoughts on basic packages?
0: Uh I like either hunting or spirituality.
1: Spirituality, really.
0: Yeah. It would be one of those out there things that maybe you pick up after mutating, but hunting is like the cat learns how humans hunt, I think is the
2: yeah, hunting the yeah, you've got hunting, which is your traditional I, I set traps, I I use gun. And Predator, which is the more I grab thing and bite the neck.
0: I don't know that this cat would be an artist. I don't know that they'd be into cars. Yeah no. They probably don't work construction. No. They were never a house cat.
1: How extreme sports. Let's discuss They
0: could be into extreme sports, I guess.
1: uh, um. The lore of extreme.
0: We could always make another cat that shreds.
2: That's true. The 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 lure of surf is, of surf cat is strong.
0: Surf cat. <laughs> when
1: on skis, skates, or a board in a fight scene, you may perform a move action as a movement once a turn. Or as a moment once a turn, but foes are plus A on knockdowns and repositions against you.
2: Where a moment is kind of like your quick action, your thing you can do outside of like your main action.
0: Yep, Surfcat is a very strong pull, I think.
2: And you might not want to worry about it, per se. Uh, There are two ways skill packages can be modified, however. You can discard one of their primary skills to get an optional skill, or you can just discard a skill to boost the remaining two skills.
0: So I do like here, what you do is sick. That is our constant mission status. If we do extreme sports, anyway. Yeah, that was just an option.
1: I am looking at spirituality.
0: <laughs> Optional skills,
1: astronomy, and psychology. <laughs> Man.
2: But yeah, it's supposed to be, you know, uh religion, mysticism, occultism.
1: This cat <laughs> becomes semi sentient and is like, you know, what is the meaning of life? <laughs> am I just here to eat fish and walk around and sleep all day? Oh, uh,
2: it was uh A a major thrust of the original Turtle Comics once they got over uh, beating the Shredder. They are like, well, what do we do now? What do we do with our lives? (laughs) Defeated the man who looks like a cheese grater. What next?
1: (laughs) Now, here's the thing. Spirituality is the funny choice. (laughs) Um, But I am also good with hunting, if you prefer to do that.
0: I don't really want to do hunting what what like i thought it would be cool but once i read it and realized it was like oh human hunting tactics Mm -hmm. then it kind of lost its appeal for me i'm leaning either extreme sports or spirituality at this point i think
1: see here's the thing we can do both because basic has spirituality and i believe we have a street package we do so we can also take extreme (laughs) sports
0: Okay, I guess if we don't have to choose, why should we?
1: <laughs> we can do whatever we put our
2: mind. To <laughs> yeah, most of the most of the skill packages will overlap between two categories. So, okay.
1: all right, basic.
0: All right, <laughs> spirituality. All right, so for spirituality, we get plus one determination and plus one endurance. And then, did we also look at the other stuff from the package? Because it says like package ability, gain two additional values of your choice.
2: Yeah, you could just mark down that you have that package, but yeah. Okay. But yeah, with, specifically with spirituality, uh, it grants two additional values you select when you get around to that, which is during the last step. And you already got a bonus one for your background, so you may have like six values, which is pretty...
0: We're a very talented cat.
1: You you have opinions. You have opinions <laughs> as a cat. <laughs> we have opinions, and we <laughs> shred <laughs> waves. <laughs>
2: Uh, you have opinions and must be uh, kept from the internet at all
1: costs. <laughs> I think we have one more to do, right? Yeah, our wild package.
0: So let's see, we also, we get the primary skills of meditation, mysticism, and philosophy, right? Yeah.
1: So the, would these go under like our just straight-up skills right here? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Now, going through determining skills is probably the most chunkiest part of this process, so I don't know if you folks want to bypass um, for the moment, or...
0: Well, we still have to choose our wild skill package. I'm just, like, kind of looking at this and, I guess, filling it out as we go. Where is that listed? There it is. Yep. Handler, Predator, Prey, Spirituality, introvert <laughs> We had another opportunity for spirituality.
2: Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, you could always swap that around. I, I won't tell. It may be recorded <laughs> for, for the public to hear,
0: But I won't tell. (laughs) I think we should do Predator. I For our wild one. I
1: think so, too.
0: Prey might be funny, but Predator makes sense.
1: Yes. Sometimes we have to do the one that makes sense. We get plus one strength for that, putting us at a whopping 21 (laughs) strength.
0: (laughs) We can also take the optional skills of Sneak or Scoop. Or Snoop. If we want them.
1: Does this cat sound like somebody that would sneak?
0: No, they're not that subtle.
1: <laughs> Alright. Uh, Snoop, perhaps. Are you a busybody? Do we care about what is going on with other people?
0: <laughs> I don't know.
1: I don't think this cat would be nosy. They're
0: One of not... our values is community, so...
1: <laughs> That's true, but we're not perceptive, so it's more like... We learn the things that people tell us about, but we can't see the things that they don't tell us about.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think we'd be good at snooping, even if we wanted to.
1: I'm sure this cat
2: takes a lot of watchful naps. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like it, yeah. Alright,
1: I'm gonna need you guys to sign for these.
0: Unless we want to somehow rearrange things so that uh, we can take Thief instead from our street. Because we have the ability to do that, but...
1: What does Thief do?
0: Like, if we took uh, Extreme Sports as our basic, Spirituality as our wild, and then Thief as our street, then we would give our cat its natural affinity for crime.
1: Oh, that's right! The natural affinity for crime.
0: Honestly, I think the skills that we have are good. I just, I just realized that was an option. If we wanted to erase Predator... We could just rearrange the things that we have for Thief.
1: Hmm.
2: Yeah, just remember to adjust any attribute bonuses appropriately if you do so.
0: Oh yeah, we already applied those. Yep. Uh, Let's just move on. I
1: was about to say, while we have the natural affinity for Thief, or for Crime, I think Predator kind of keeps us grounded on the literal cat side.
0: Yeah.
2: uh, Yeah, and also uh, an affinity for crime is not necessarily a competence of crime, so...
0: True. True. But we could take crime <laughs> as a hobby, since that's what's next, isn't it?
2: Yeah, you're going to have hobbies, yep. Um, You'll be going to a skill list on pages 58 and 59, and just selecting four skills you want that you don't already have. During design, I was considered having more limited list for hobbies, and then I said, you know... You can explain how your deer knows how to fly a plane. (laughs) (laughs) You can come up with that interesting story, and it's not for me to tell you otherwise.
0: Let's see, burglary... Oh, that's a perception skill.
2: It Hmm. is. Though, with the two... Basically, to describe how these end up working out in terms of percentages, um, you'll have two attributes associated with every, every skill. Like, of course like deduction, uh, you know, doing detective stuff, is perception and affinity. If it is a package skill, you are using the higher of those two as your base, and the second one is used for determining how quickly it advances with your levels. If you have a hobby skill, it is the opposite. The lower of the two is your base, and the higher of the two determines how quickly it levels, because the hobbies are things you are... Not necessarily good at, but are interested in.
0: So he could be really bad at breaking and entering, but getting better fast.
1: (laughs) We're getting real good at it.
2: You'll also have a specialty skill equal to your, what would be the prime modifier for your intelligence. Which I believe, what was your, oh sorry, your cognition.
1: Cognition is 13.
2: That would be a plus one. I believe, let me just double check that really quick, but you'll be selecting one or two skills that you can basically get the best of both worlds on, where you just use the higher attribute for both, both the advancement and the base skill.
0: We're good at strength, obviously, but what's our second highest uh, skill? I think it's speed.
1: Our second highest is speed, at 18.
0: So where are our speed hobbies? Boating.
1: Shadowing. Follow a person unnoticed in ur- in an urban setting.
0: Skate. We already have skating.
2: Well, ones that involve uh, speed. I'm sure you might already have some of these. Athletics, uh, which is fairly self explanatory. Boating. How to pilot watercraft. Um.
0: I think we're too small and speed. cat for that. Yeah.
2: Well, the yeah, it didn't stop tunes. Yeah, because speed is seen as, like, reflexes for piloting, stuff like that. Uh, escape, which is escaping from, like, hunters and
1: shoot. Escape could be good if we do not notice an enemy and somebody gets the drop on us.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: Shadowing also involves speed. Just
2: about, I think, like, almost all the...
0: But shadowing also involves perception, and that's what we would be rolling. Yeah.
1: Should we take escape?
0: Yeah, sure. Power,
1: speed. Pretty good at both.
0: We'd be okay with, with that.
1: I mean, to be fair, you guys ever done escape rooms?
0: The art of escape.
1: Yeah. You know, an escape room, that's where you learn the art of escaping.
2: Oh, is that where
1: all the cats go? That's, yes. I went in there one time, and six of my seven partners were cats, actually. Oh, well. <laughs> I was also informed that... I may have walked into the wrong building. There was an animal shelter right next to it. Anyways. Uh, What's our next hobby?
0: Again, we could take burglary and just know that we're going to be comically bad at it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, sometimes you can
2: just take stuff because it's fun or
1: that you want to do. (laughs) We have to have the natural affinity for crime. He you know, this cat yep. would at least try it, maybe like sneaking a candy bar out like of a gas station <laughs> or something, and he gets caught, and he's like, ah, damn. Oh well, I'll just throw it on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> okay, two more hobbies.
0: Demolitions.
1: Sorry, did you say demolitions? He <laughs> said demolitions. Use explosives to deliberate it effect.
0: Let's see. Athletics is something that we would be naturally good at no matter what.
1: Mm-hmm. So you're saying we should take it because we're naturally good at it? Yes. Okay.
0: I I think we got to take one skill that we're just gonna be good at, naturally. And then, yeah, something like demolitions or maybe not that one specifically, but something like that for the why not factor.
1: What about an electrician?
0: (laughs) It makes just about as much sense. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Let's let's see if we can find something.
2: Bite the right wires.
0: Yeah.
1: You're gonna need to bite the red wire. I'm a dog, I'm colorblind. <laughs> kinda kinda kinda
2: kinda rattled after uh having to study that the hard way.
1: I'm sorry, you studied demolitions?
2: Well, I was saying study electrician by uh Oh trial and error and incisors. Um
1: Yeah. Hmm. That would uh that would hurt.
2: Yeah you get used to it.
1: You'd be alright. What's what's a couple electric shocks?
2: yeah I've definitely definitely got real close while doing uh electrician work well, you've done electrician work, yeah just house the kind of household replacing yeah all that kind of stuff but uh. yeah
1: <laughs> it, yeah well, anything to do with electrician work is like you just gotta be so careful
2: yeah when i when, yeah one of the things I had to uh study when I was still i i worked in i t before I started doing uh game design professionally and I remember studying, having to study how to like disassemble like things like a monitor, and just going like, "Oh boy!" The and these are the old previous monitors, oh, the ones yeah. that had a big magnetized cathode ray that will that will kill you. And uh, going, I never want to do this. I am studying how to do <laughs> this, and you you'll have a hard time paying me <laughs> enough to do it. Just get a new
1: monitor, please. It'll be cheaper.
0: Yeah, I mean, we all just used to have a bunch of radioactive boxes in our house. Don't worry about it. Yeah.
1: Do you guys not still have radioactive boxes in your house? Should I get rid of those? I s- oh, I still have okay. one. Don't
0: Like, don't get me wrong. I still have one that my PS2 is plugged into, but the thing is, most of my PS2 games that I actually like are playable on the PS4 and therefore the PS5. <laughs> but anyway.
1: What do we think about Streetwise. We have an awareness streetwise, crime organizations, and fixers. Maybe this is something okay. we picked up in our studies on burglary.
0: <laughs> <laughs> maybe, or or something we learned through our underground mutant community that we're a part Ooh,
1: of. True. Maybe they. Maybe there's a secret sect in that underground mutant community that is, you know, a little more criminal.
0: Or maybe not even that, but like. If you have to like live outside of the public view, you kind of have to learn alternate ways of getting certain things.
1: True. So yeah, streetwise. You think? Yes. No. Maybe so.
0: I think streetwise is good. Like it makes perfect sense. It fits the character. Sweet.
1: All right, that is our last hobby.
0: Okay. I
1: believe we're on to step eight. Get stuff. Yeah, I think we can. We
2: can. Get, we can pass up the actual numbers. Ah, uh, you can probably do that.
0: Oh, we we have work to do still? There
2: is technically work still to do in actually determining the percentages of those skills.
0: Oh, is that... I'll walk you through that. Excuse me. That's part of the step still? Yes. Okay, let's let's go ahead and do that then. Okay. Before we move on.
2: So, what we will do is remember all those uh, bonuses uh, that were on the attribute table. Uh, Prime mod, skill base, skill gain, damage dice. Yeah. Yep. By now, once you've selected your skill packages, you can mark all those down. The attributes, and that's on page 13. Main ones you'll be worried about for this step are going to be the skill base and skill gain, so you can limit yourself to that if you want. But for example, the er, perception of 8 will have a skill base of 40% and a skill gain of 2%, as opposed to a 20 is 70% and 4%, respectively. Let's see,
1: so our 13 has a skill base of 55, a skill gain of 3.
0: And our damage die is 1d8 for that.
2: Yeah, with this particular character, it'll mainly just matter for your strength as far as damage dice goes. I don't know, you have to worry about the rest. Yeah, I
0: figured as much, but... And the uh, perception one is 1d6, if if it matters to you.
1: Yeah, let's just go to the list. Determination is 14, so that's a 58 and a plus 3% skill. Game.
0: Is this the point where we should also put in our prime mod, or...
2: Yeah, you can you can go ahead and do that now. I think I have it listed as part of the final step, but by now you should have all the necessary math done for that. So. Okay. Yeah, that's why we don't have it like do it earlier because I had people having to refigure during character creation, and that's not not fun. <laughs>
0: uh, fourteen is plus two. What is an eight? Do we have a fifteen? No. Eight is minus one. Let's see, our next stat is. 16, I think, right? Yes. And that is plus 3.
1: What is an 18? Plus 4. Okay, plus 4. And what is a 21?
0: You're going to love this next one. It's plus 5.
1: So our strength is 21. Let me look back at this. So 71% skill base, 5% skill gain, and 2d10. Could you tell me what a 16 is, Joel?
0: 16 is 62% skill base and 4% skill gain, and 1d12.
1: What about an 18?
0: 66% skill base, 4% skill gain.
1: Damage dice. 2d8. Okay, that is our full attribute values. Okay. So
2: anything, anything that is a package skill, we'll use the higher. Uh, of those two attributes as the skill base, and the lower as your skill gain for that attribute, and vice versa for hobbies. You'll also get to select one of your skills as a specialty skill. Usually that'll be a hobby, but it doesn't have to be, and that will use both the better on both. So if you had okay. uh, like, cognition and strength, you'd be using strength for both of those.
0: Okay. Probably it would make sense for our specialty hobby to be like streetwise, you think?
1: Yeah. I think so.
0: Again, that kind of fits in with the background the most.
1: So, would that be our specialty skill, then?
0: Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying.
1: Also, I just realized I never wrote down the attributes attributed to either of these.
0: Let's go through each of them real quick, then. Meditation is first. Let's uh, start there, I guess. Meditation is determination and endurance.
1: Determination is lower, so endurance are higher
0: okay so yeah endurance is attribute a for meditation mm-hmm. determination is attribute b mysticism is cognition and determination okay,
1: determination is higher
0: yep for all the ones that came from a package skill it's going to be the higher gotcha. one and next is philosophy philosophy cognition and affinity so affinity's higher
1: okay next up is skate
0: Skate is prowess and speed.
1: Okay, speed is higher.
0: Skiing, skiing, uh, also prowess and speed. Okay,
1: easy enough. Next up is surfing.
0: Uh, prowess and endurance, both sixteen.
1: Next up is stalk.
0: Stalking is uh, perception and endurance. So obviously, endurance. endurance is the higher skill.
1: Okay. Next up is track. Track tracking
0: tracking is. Determination and perception.
1: Okay. Well, we know. Do you really need to look it up? Nope. Uh, Vigilance.
0: Affinity and perception.
1: And on to hobby skills. Escape.
0: Latrician. Escape. Prowess and speed.
1: Prowess and speed.
0: Prowess is our lower stat of the two. Okay.
1: Burglary.
0: That one is perception and prowess. Athletics, strength, and speed. So speed is our lower stat.
1: How is this the only ability that has strength attributed to it that we have?
0: We didn't plan ahead. We did not.
1: <laughs> we definitely did not plan ahead. <laughs> okay, streetwise is the final one.
0: Determination and affinity. Those are both 14. Okay. Is there anything else we need to note here or
2: No, nope, once you have the percentages down, uh, I think you've already gotten everything marked.
0: Cool. So next we move on to Step eight, get stuff.
2: I do you believe you are probably leaning towards getting a survivor equipment package.
0: Yeah, I think that's what we want to do.
2: And with that, you get everything listed under it. And then you select kind of one of the variations.
0: Okay. Probably since we live in the city, either scavenged or urban.
2: It's up to you. Wild would be suitable. I mean, if you're surviving without, you know, any wild sense, then that would just be the wild. Urban what else would also be suitable, scavenged. It's kind of like I. you have gone through like the junk piles and have gotten decent enough at building things out of sticks and twine. Well, maybe not that, but...
0: I don't know that it makes sense that we would have armor, so I, I think we should go like... But does it make sense that we would have weapons?
1: You thinking wild?
0: We have no training in weapons.
2: Thing. So I should have yeah, I should have explained earlier, but the it didn't seem like a it it didn't it didn't seem like a pressing concern. Let's put it because normally yeah. you would you can you can take extra proficiencies with weapons by spending your hobbies, mm-hmm. uh, but it doesn't sound like that are uh, really going to do. Now you automatically no, get not. you already get proficiency with anything you start with. So if you took a weapon, you automatically get proficiency with it.
0: So if we took a small weapon, we would start with a proficiency in it? Yeah. Okay. We in can do pro- that, probably.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: If you want to have two basics or survivor gimmicks, yep. that would also allow us to start with a little bit more money.
2: So with that, the main thing you'll be selecting, obviously you've got everything listed under the equipment package, like what type of clothing, you know, clothing and backup food and survival tools, however you want to define those. Those are kind of, you know, loose. But you also get a gimmick, which is listed on the following two pages, and this, these are pieces of equipment with very specific mechanical implications. Whether it's a grappling grappling gun or a uh, a bag of junk used to uh, for survival, to having a security
0: back door hmm.
2: into a into an organization.
0: So it says we get two uh, basic or survivor. Can we pick one of each or?
2: You get uh no, it's gonna be two total.
0: So it's either two basic or two survivor. Gotcha.
2: Yeah. And you also get one gimmick from that basic uh initial package before the variation. Uh that can be anything you want. As long as it's a gimmick, of course. Now when you mentioned mm-hmm. bionics earlier, this is where you'd actually get them. Um,
0: oh, like if it, we were an it, agent.
2: Yeah, it only co- yeah, it only covers them earlier just to mention that they exist. So that when you're going over Anthropomorphics, if you go, oh God, I kind of want to be, you know, a fish with bionic legs, you can uh, plan that out, as opposed to... Okay. But you right now um, you can get probably... Yeah, two basic <laughs> or... So, uh, survivor. Then one, I'm looking
0: at the Survivor gimmicks.
2: Then one of any type you want.
0: Oh, one of... Okay, cool. Yeah. That... That allows me to still do what I was thinking earlier. So for survivor gimmick, wild companion, you have a sizable animal that can aid you in fights. (laughs) Choose one natural weapon consisting no more than two two goo pee uh, suitable to your ally. You can use that weapon at a range. A critical hit may injure your companion as a selectable perk for foes requiring medical attention to help them recover.
2: Yep. Whenever you t- get, wherever there's a critical hit, it uh, you select a perk from a Ooh. variety of options. So I like that. And one of them can be damaging yeah. equipment, which is kind of what this is loosely considered, but probably with much higher emotional stakes.
0: Yeah. So do I? Do we want our cat to have a pet saber-tooth tiger or?
1: Absolutely, we do. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> I won't tell you otherwise. <laughs>
1: I'm putting it down. Wild companion. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, now, the other survivor gimmick I was looking at was.
2: Well, I'll fully admit I have not worked out the saber tooth cat mutation stats yet. <laughs>
1: Ooh,
2: I have a long okay. list of animals around the world that I am going as a back walk, and then
1: after that is prehistoric. Going to expect that stat block on my <laughs> desk by the time this episode comes out. <laughs>
0: Which will be, like, the second half of December.
2: I wouldn't underestimate me on that. I've been trying to do, like, three or so a day. So it adds up.
0: Oh, dang. Okay.
2: Yeah. Well, no
1: pressure, but if you do get around to it, let us know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's kind of weird. In in, uh, Mutants in the Next, a lot of that, a lot of the mechanics for them is actually already set up, because there is uh, a wild mutation for getting those kind of incisors. Ooh, nice. Um. And I had stuff like a head shield for like Triceratops and whatnot. So a lot of the kind of like dinosaur and prehistoric mechanics have already been poked at, uh, just not formally with uh, new species. Though I do have Velociraptors in the core book where the whole gimmick is that they brought back Velociraptors and they're like, well, they're not nearly big enough. They're kind of chicken sized. So let's (laughs) tweak their genes to make them bigger. And they got bigger, but mostly they got wider. Uh, so they're these (laughs) chonky-ass dinosaurs. Okay. They're like, oh, how are we gonna market these to the military?
0: Austin, you said you had a gimmick in mind. Yeah, the
1: serene locale, you regularly visit a place isolated from humanity that helps you find peace. Now, we're with the community of other mutants. I think that would be our serene locale, right?
0: There could be a place there that, yeah, would qualify as that. Probably, like I don't know, our house or something. Yeah,
1: that's that's the other one that I was looking at.
0: Okay, I, that sounds good to me. And then you said from anything, right?
2: Yeah, you can get one of from any category, whether it's basic agent.
0: I don't know that we need anything from. Like agent or escapee, unless you guys want like an experimental weapon or something, but what I was thinking is under basic there's one called lucky item when holding this item in your hand while making a dramatic roll, you have plus d on it provides one temporary will
2: where plus d is disadvantage
0: okay Ooh. okay so what i'm what I'm thinking is we said that we were a a cat that had a tracker on it, like we were a wild cat, but someone was tracking and studying us, and that got broken when we mutated. But I think it could be, like, you know, one of those things that, like, it's a a reminder of something, and so you hang on to it for, because it fills you with determination.
1: I like that. I like that a lot of, you know, for backstory purposes and stuff like that, giving some sentimental value to... The you know this like one possession from the cat's past life,
2: yeah, I'm kinda of leaning towards like letting you folks work out your decisions, but yeah, it would just be a question of what is that, what is that lucky item
0: like i said i've already I've already got an idea of what the lucky item could be and what it represents,
1: yeah, so that tracker, like maybe it's I don't know, like you know the ear tags that the they place on like sheep and stuff, right. It could also be like a bracelet, kind of how they do to uh, various birds.
0: I think the idea is that it's like a tech-based tracking bracelet. Like, someone was keeping detailed records using this thing, but it it broke when we mutated.
1: Gotcha. Okay. Sweet. Is that all for gimmicks?
2: Do so you, uh, you have three total gimmicks?
1: Yep. Correct, we do.
2: Yep. Okay, Then yep. then you'll be set and you're going to the wealth chart next.
0: Yay.
2: And you'll have uh, that negative 20% from your package.
0: So we roll the percentile dice for this.
1: I put them away because I I thought we were done with them, but we're back. Never done. (laughs) All right. Here we go. Let's roll well. That is a 35 minus 20, 15.
2: So that'll give you decent cash. You have 1d10 times $100 in cash, or easily exchanged valuables. Precious medieval metals, rare coins, old video games, etc.
0: Or whatever constitutes money in our mutant community. One. Or
2: whatever you can quickly turn into money otherwise.
0: Nice.
1: 10 is 8. That's a lot of cash, actually. 800 bucks?
0: Just having 100... Oh, $800. I misread that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a little bit of... That's some nice walking around money. <laughs>
1: That's my, that's my time in Vegas. <laughs> 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 Is there a spot for money?
0: Probably like a wealth section somewhere.
2: Money and resources, very bottom right second page.
1: Aha. $800.
2: And technically, though we kind of skipped over it, you do have uh, a choice of weapon, which will be listed on...
0: Oh yeah, that's right, we have the small weapon. Oh. And the Sabertooth Tiger.
1: <laughs> oh. Can't forget that. <laughs> okay, small weapons
0: stun baton.
1: This is basic baton. Keep reading. Oh, it does. Ca- a cattle prod.
0: Please. <laughs> We're from a rural area. We could have just picked one up somewhere. You never know.
1: That's true. We just pulled it around. Now, what do we think about a light pistol? No, I'm kidding.
0: Nope. No we cat gun. Modifi- we do not have opposable thumbs.
1: We haven't modified our cat yes. enough to be able to, to be worthy to wield yeah. the pistol.
2: And specifically, prototype prototype and explosive weapons are only available if you specifically have a.
0: And we did not take that.
2: No, no rocket launcher.
0: I feel like we gotta have something that we could wield in our mouth. So I think maybe the basic knife (laughs) is the way to go. Yeah. Or a punch knife.
1: Yeah, probably so. What is a punch knife? Like, what is a wind and fire wheel?
2: It's punch dagger is like has a handle that goes over kind of over your knuckles. Think of it like a brass knuckles, but instead of you having brass, you have this big blade.
1: Oh, okay, I see so you, these. Yeah. I've yeah. seen these before. And
2: wind and fire wheels are like that except they're ra- they're kind of like a round circle
0: with blades on it. Yeah, we got it.
2: Yeah. Uh similar to similar to the chakram to pull from one of the few
1: in. I think having a wind and fire wheel would be great. Because I I know this is an audio medium, so I'm going to try my best to explain it. But there is, like, a handle inside this wind and fire wheel, right? Right. What if our cat holds on to that handle with its mouth, and then it has, basically, this spiked collar that it just (laughs) runs into people
0: with? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that works. We we can flavor it like that.
1: Alright, let's do it. You know, we we got to play into the the bad the bad boy aspect.
2: <laughs> That's what your agent keeps saying.
0: <laughs> yeah. But it sounds it. like
2: you got that handle, and that would be the end of equipment. And
0: yeah, because we didn't I mean, get armor. Yeah, we've
2: been moving into...
1: No armor yeah, for us. No armor. Um,
0: Finally, so... we're wrapping up.
2: Yep. You're talking about, uh, of course, naming your character. Also handling things like values. You're going to have five values total. And it's open-ended. You can kind of create your own. There are a lot of kind of positive examples. Um, it's exce- it suggested that if you have more negative values to talk about with your group.
0: Okay. And, like, we we already have one of them picked for us. It's community.
2: Right. And then you've got another additional five. Okay. Yeah, because you have three values plus the two from the...
0: Right. Our core value, though, is... the So we're picking... Is there another spot on the sheet? Because there's... There's not much room up there.
2: No, not really. But there's... On the sheet, there should be... At the very least, there's the all-purpose leftover box at the end of the second sheet, so...
0: (laughs) Okay, well, that might be where we put it. We've got all-purpose leftover box and other notes right next to each other. We'll figure it out. (laughs) Yeah. Just from these examples, I think freedom would probably be a a fitting value. Yeah. Self-reliance might be one. Like... I know we got this community, but like
1: you're talking about like valuing you know
0: the ability to rely on yourself,
1: yeah, being able to take care of yourself in times of need. i I like that, you know this is a multifaceted cat, yeah,
2: yeah, values were kind of the the replacement for more of the more old school alignments, so they gotcha what you specifically value and hold up, and that can be crime. I'm I I as I part of the peripheral group.
0: With wait, crime is a value.
2: I mean, crime could be a value. If they're open ended, so if you have like a basically the other than that, they should be abstract. They are general attitudes, not specific goals or ideas, so you wouldn't
0: okay. have like
1: loyalty could be a good one.
0: Yeah, loyalty would probably be a good one. How many have we picked so far again? If we do loyalty, that'd be three. Okay. I do like the idea of maybe not, like, literally saying crime as a a value, but maybe something along the lines of rejection of authority. So, how would you phrase that? Rebellion? Rebellion's good. Rebellion donuts.
1: (laughs) Uh, So, that gives us one more.
0: Competition might be good, since we do extreme sports.
1: Competition, yes, would be really good. A strive to be better. Okay. That's all five. Okay.
2: Then we go on to contacts. So we would need to know your affinities prime modifier for that. Plus AFF.
1: Our affinities prime modifier is
0: plus two.
2: Okay. So you'll get
0: one contact. With
2: that, you look at the table first contact, two skills. And with contacts, page 66 on, there are a variety of. Tables you can roll on randomly for them.
0: Alright. Uh do we...
1: I think rolling randomly for contacts would be fun.
0: Yeah, we'll just make up a random contact. Who cares? Yep.
1: We we did a lot of uh, a lot of targeted creation for the cat, so I feel like this is this is where we get real wild.
0: We never used our other two uh redo's or take backs.
2: Yep. And that will come up during this step uh to give you a small bonus.
1: Oh cool. Sweet. Okay. So, so first,
0: we roll for gender.
1: Uh roll for gender.
0: The gender rolls. <laughs> the
1: gender roll. We got a twenty-four, so this is a female.
0: Name gendering. It's table G two.
1: Gendered name, non-gendered name, or a counter gender name. Let's uh, let's see. We get a twenty-six.
0: So gendered name. So G4 is a surname and then uh G5 would be our feminine given name.
2: Yep, and that's all on
1: page 67. Oh, your surname is your last name, right? Yep. Yes. Gotcha. <laughs> all right, let's uh let's roll on G5 first to get our first name. Okay. That is a 14 Ashley. That one Ashley that's out there. <laughs> it's just one. <laughs>
0: I know an Ashley.
1: I used to know an Ashley.
2: <laughs> yeah, I thought I, I thought I knew more than one Ashley, but it turns out now they're all, all the same person. Super
1: dumb.
0: <laughs> I guess if you count the, uh, the celebrity, then I know of two Ashleys.
1: So for our surname, we got a 65, which gives us Rivera.
0: Ashley Rivera.
1: I like that. It's a good name.
0: Yeah. Primary occupation.
1: We get dice on the floor.
0: Happens to the best of us.
2: I forgot to put that on the chart. <laughs>
1: yeah, you know, it happens.
2: A thought for the future.
1: Uh twenty-three. Mutants primary background. Check the mutant's background and roll on the chart indicated.
0: Alright, so what is our primary background again?
1: Our primary background is rules.
0: Okay, so we roll a Rural, that's H4. H4. 52.
1: 52 is Hunter.
0: And the relevant skill is Tracking.
1: Okay. And then for their uh, second
2: skill, you would roll on...
0: The Hobby Table.
2: Uh, H2 Hobby.
0: So that's either going to be the primary background, different background, or...
1: If you get a 20 and a 0, that's just 20, right? Yeah. So yeah, twenty. So
2: gonna be under
1: Mutants, primary, primary background, background, again, background again. So
2: we're going back to going back to rural professions.
1: That is a sixty-nine.
0: Nice pro surfing. <laughs> pro
1: surfing. How how did we just make the same game? <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's why. That's I why know they that. get along.
1: <laughs> this this cat's like I know a guy. It's my sister.
2: <laughs> well, it sounds like you have some common ground to bound on.
0: Yeah. The con- The implication is that the the contact is human, but Yes. <laughs> they don't they don't have to be. But yeah, we could just say that this cat met a human named Ashley Rivera while shredding the waves one day and learned they also had a common ground in hunting and tracking things.
2: Nice. <laughs> Beyond that, we're going to have the secondary attributes back on page 65. Okay. And with that, just remember that you had a plus 1 to your will from way back in background.
0: Cool.
1: Feels like it was so long ago. <laughs> <We> <laughs> I have mean been it was recording for so, quite some time. Yeah. yeah. Um okay.
0: This so... is going to be one of our longer ones probably yeah there are a variety of traits determined by your attributes here are short descriptions of each initiative is perception plus speed
2: uh and that's specifically the prime modifiers okay whenever it refers to plus and then three letters that's gonna to refer to the prime modifier revenue
0: for a four minus one is three defense is
1: ten plus pro plus plus prowess plus speed so 10 plus
0: 3 plus 4 is 17. 17. Is that so small? I don't know. We're a tank, though. That's all that matters. Morale is 10 plus debt plus...
1: Determination plus perception plus resolve?
2: Resolve you don't have to worry about. Okay. Note that most characters don't have resolve, but it's noted here for those that do. Okay. It is a special psychic defense.
0: Gotcha. So So we, we ignored psionics, so we don't have that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, there are some some animal abilities. Look at it, like the basic cow.
0: Ooh. Okay. So ten
1: plus two minus one is eleven.
0: Oh, uh, that's what's th- that's what SHT stands for. Okay.
1: Oh, superficial harm threshold. Taking glancing blows and avoiding serious harm. SHT.
0: I saw that come up in the middle of when we were determining our inventory, and mm-hmm. I thought it stood yeah. for something else because of that.
1: It's not. It, I.
2: I. I will say. I am. Uh, there are parts of this game that you can squint out and go. Is he thirteen?
0: <laughs> it's teenage mutant ninja tier.
2: Yeah, it's also me having fun with like the old palladium where they had structural damage capacity, you know, and other things like that. Okay. Like I said, there are more remnants that were uh, from when it was uh, a little more, a little more of a direct parody, but I kept them in because okay. I like. I like saying when you're out of sh- SHT.
0: But the point is, like, it's our inter- endurance plus determination, plus two for our unused take backs.
2: And whatever your size granted you. Which
1: is on page 37. Seven.
0: Six.
1: Six. SHT, 13. Okay.
2: And with the uh, determination endurance, that's the full value of each. 13
0: plus 14 plus... 16.
1: 13 plus 14 plus 16?
0: Yep.
2: Yep. Plus the two unused takebacks, unless you already
0: figured that out. 45.
1: Yep, 45. Okay, up next is hit points. We get endurance times two plus unused takebacks.
0: So endurance was 16 times two plus two. 34.
2: Durability is high because damage is fairly high in this.
1: Willpower is up next, right? Yes. Uh, yep. Resource that can be spent to roll plus A as well as a number of other uses.
2: And that is our plus A is at adva- advantage.
1: Plus determination.
0: So it's the same as our determination, plus one for us, so it's plus three.
1: Plus three. Yeah. Contacts.
0: We already, we already covered that, so. Strength, strength, strength times ten. times ten. <laughs> plus the size, size lift modifier. Lift
2: mod, which is gonna, which is gonna divide it by fifteen.
0: Page 37.
2: Yep. Alright, I had that buried in my brain from
0: Lord Droga. Strength so, times 10. 210. And our lift mod is... 115. So... 210 divided by 15 is 14. It's 14? That's wow. much more reasonable than 210. Let's be real.
1: That... Yeah, that's fair. <laughs>
0: Although if we had a size rating of 20 then we would be multiplying it by a thousand, so. True. Anyway. So much.
2: But yeah, where uh, size, uh, a lot of the size stuff is kind of exponential, so uh, size of 6 is much smaller than you might think. Makes sense. Yep.
1: Move rate. Size rating times 3 plus speed times 3. 6 times 3 are that's the main stat. 18 so eighteen
0: or... times three, plus uh, eighteen. That's seventy-two.
1: Dang. Yep. That sounds like a lot. I don't know if it actually is.
0: We're fast.
1: It is. It
2: is. It is pretty fast. Yeah. I've seen some ridiculous values come out of that, and people are just like blown away. And it's like that is actually how fast a lot of animals <laughs> are. Um. So other than just like coming up with a name, we should be about wrapped up.
0: All right, so yeah, we should name and gender the cat. Or is, does gender actually matter?
2: Nah, I mean it does. I mean it doesn't matter in any mechanical sense. Now, here's
1: the thing: That's... gender has no bearing on your abilities. <laughs> yeah. And I learned that one from Dark Souls.
2: <laughs> well, like one of the decisions I had to make early on was like, does gender matter for species? Because a lot of them have, you know, very much higher differences than humans do. And I was like, you know, if something's becoming humanoid. Like, a deer having antlers is a much smaller change than getting uh, thoughts. Yeah. (laughs) So. Yeah.
0: (laughs) All right. So, naming your characters of more subtle importance since it sets their tone and feel. In fiction, the feel of a name often gives cue to character, and finding the right sound can... You know, we could just, like, roll on the... uh, Like, we could roll on the gender table.
1: I was thinking...
0: And then choose a name either g5 g6 or g7 depending on our result
1: i think we should totally do that because i was about to suggest that
0: okay <laughs> all
1: right first roll 21
0: that's a ma- uh, female
1: female Ooh.
0: i don't think there is a gender spot for the character itself so we'll just have to know based off the off the name
1: all right Name generating is given name
0: fem- feminine
1: ninety one.
0: Uh, Sophie. Your surname. We don't need one of those. Get out of here. With We're that. a feral so cat. <laughs> We're a feral cat. Do we want to name our saber tooth tiger?
1: Hmm, that's a good question. I think you do.
2: I think I think that's you yeah.
0: do. Yeah.
1: Are we going to roll for this one, too?
0: Yeah, let's, uh, same thing. Start with gender, and then we'll pick a name based off that. Dope, dope, dope. 19. Female.
1: Female, yet again.
0: Table, G5. It's okay.
1: And we're going to get a 23 crystal.
0: Crystal, the saber tooth tiger. All right. I think that's it.
1: That is it.
0: Yep. My gosh. We did it. We did it.
1: We made a character.
0: We made a character.
2: Uh-huh. It was a long journey. It
0: sure was.
2: But that's cat, cat's ready to face the world.
0: She sure is. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for joining us, Julian.
2: It's interesting. The uh names you rolled were uh, t- uh same as the two I pulled from contributors on the <laughs> on the second project. Oh, really? <laughs> so yeah. Nice.
0: Shout out to Sophie and Crystal who are now immortalized in the literal cat podcast as well.
1: You got double immortalization.
0: Yeah, honestly, I'm the, that uh, I am not sure we would have gotten through this without your help in the time that we did, and it still took us a while. So, so we're glad you were here. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, it was nice to have
2: you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I know it's a uh, inten- it's intentionally kind of an uh, extended process, but hopefully, once you get through, you're uh, going, "Oh, I want to play this character <laughs> now." Yeah so
0: that that's a common feeling at the end of the show
2: (laughs) well who doesn't want to play a cat
1: exactly why do you think
0: monsters (laughs) monsters that's so anyway we're here at the end uh julian is there anything you would like to plug
2: well the first expansion for this uh the the next is out and i have a special deal on my website for both uh you can find all the necessary links at j-k.games. I'm currently working on the first expansion, which is uh, Mutants from the Archives, Pet Shop Blues, which is going to add uh, a lot more cats, uh, a lot more dogs. It's going to be all pet-themed stuff. As a kind of a smaller, shorter supplement, so I can tie folks in between the, the larger book releases, which can take up to a, yeah, a year to put together. So,
0: Gotcha. I'm trying
2: to find ways to fill in those gaps. Gotcha. So yeah, other than that, we're work- I'm slowly working on Mutants in the Mix, which is going to be basically the system reference document uh, for people who want to make their own hacks. And oh
0: like dang, that. that's nice.
2: Yeah, that was a stretch goal for the Mutants in the next Kickstarter. So definitely going to take me longer than I originally anticipated, but I'm working on it.
1: If it takes longer, you know, sometimes that leads to things coming out better.
2: Yeah, and it's been, it's been an intro, uh, to say this has been an interesting month being alongside the kind of official Ninja Turtles Kickstarter (laughs) that's been going on. (laughs) And, uh, I think it's been a lot, it's been good to see people pass it around as a kind of more modernized alternative that, you know, has rules that have been developed since (laughs) 85. So that's kind of what I'm aiming to do here. I think they're kind of complimentary for folks that like one. They'll probably like the
0: other. Gotcha. Austin, do you have a cat pun for us? uh, I do
1: maybe I'm trying to trying to think of how to word this specifically Because, like I have the pun, but I don't have the sentence that the pun is going to go into <laughs> well, you could
2: throw it out, throw okay. it out there, yeah, and we can Yeah, workshop yeah it.
1: okay the the word I'm thinking of is meowth, not the Pokemon, but like your mouth, you know, yeah, watch your mouth, that doesn't vary, you know you know what. <laughs> If you're around family if you're around family for the holidays, be careful about what you say. Just make sure to watch your meow.
0: It works. We got there.
1: Alright. Got it in the end. Yep. That's all we needed.